Welcome to Mindful Men Talk. I'm James. I'm Steve. We're two men talking to get men talking. One bag, two subjects, clock ticking. Let's go again, Steve. You oh, weren't it... feeling lucky last time, I remember. No, you but said I am today, so it's yes, my so turn I was going to give one. you that one on the same oh, page then. All right, let's see what we've, what we've got. <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> fuel. fuel. Oh, fuel. Wow. Um, well, that's been an interesting subject lately, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, it has been. So why is it interesting to you? Well, it's interesting to me because I couldn't get any for a while and that was actually quite annoying because I needed some and the light was flashing on my car and I waited right until the death before I queued up for an hour. But aside from that, it's interesting because I think something that's not been spoken about is the what sort of underpins it all, the foundation of it all, which I think is all driven by fear and anxiety and all the stuff that's going on at the moment or has been going on for the last few years or however long a couple of years it's just it feels like we're sort of running from one thing to the other and we have been for a while and i think that we're being led or, or pushed us i should say by fear yeah i think that actually that that we could have replaced that word with you know fear couldn't mm, we you know yeah. fuel fear because i i think you're right and i it does bother me a lot you know we talked about the news didn't we the other week um it's the same thing a lot of that is coming from the news yeah. you know there's money to be made out of basically stoking the fear factor and um and again i can't remember whether i've mentioned this before but there's an interesting book that's been written called the state of fear about how fear was used at the beginning of the pandemic when we were being told to go into lockdown to basically get people to comply with lockdown. In other words, up people's sense of personal fear. And I don't think that's turned down. I think it's cranked up and I think it's causing an awful lot of damage. And I yeah. think you're right. To me, the whole fuel thing was just another example of that. You know, left, right and centre, it's there's going to be a shortage of this. You know, this is going to happen. And all it's doing is serving to crank up anxiety at a time when most of us struggle to deal with anxiety and uncertainty and i think that is the long-lasting impact and um, effect of what we've been through for the last 18 months yeah i agree and i think what's frustrating i find is it's about connecting the dots during this fuel crisis or the pasta crisis or the toilet roll crisis whatever other crisis you want to you want to list i don't think i've heard anyone or maybe a couple of people that i sort of follow or keep an eye on I'm not going to, I will say Gabon Mate again because I feel like he comes up every time, but we'll move on. But people like him do bring bring up what's really going on. But with fuel, most people aren't talking about fear. They're not talking, do they realise, do people realise that it's not so much, that's just a symptom. It could be fuel, like we said, it could be pasta, it could be toilet roll, it could be turkey for people at Christmas. Does it really, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's what's going on behind it. Do P are people connecting the dots? I don't think there's enough talk about it. What's why are you doing it? Is there an interesting why? Well, Not it's awareness just... again, isn't it? Yeah. And if you haven't, that's what I'm talking about. I think that's, you, you've just highlighted mm. really what I'm talking about. If if you have no awareness going into the pandemic, and then your that you, your your buttons, are, your fear buttons are being pressed, you really haven't got a chance. Almost. It's, it's no. it, and actually, so you're coming out of it worse, and even more. Why the reason we come back to this podcast generally is because all our collective 
anxiety levels have gone up. And yet we're no further forward in many ways on a global base, on a macro level, of, of, of being able to deal with, um, yeah, our, our anxiety in a way that is healthy. And so, and what you get, you get this horrible sort of, we're going in the wrong direction. I mean, the whole fuel thing, if you think about it, come back to that, you know, if you're the person who is there, uh, you know, filling up your cans because you're, that's how your, <laughs> your fear is coming out goodness knows why your threat level is so high but that's who you are you're not joining the dots to think how you may be depriving another person and also in this this whole situation you may also be preventing an emergency vehicle being able to fill up so that later down the line maybe in a few days time you may need to call on the emergency services and they can't get to you because they can't get enough fuel to get to you exactly and and (laughs) and i get there's a lot of you know, anger around it and people get frustrated. But again, can we recognise that it is anger and also that I find, I think it's quite sad that people, that it's getting to people in that way. And I am, consider myself quite pragmatic and I understand that there's practical elements of it. People might say, well, you know, we do need to go to work and yeah, I get all that. But what is driving, excuse the pun, people to, you know, quite literally latch on and, and, and react in certain well, ways to what's going on. That is what is interesting. Well, of course, that's got nothing to do about fuel. No. And that's what Gabor talks about. And yeah. what Gabor is saying, as with many of these things, it is a symptom of unresolved trauma. Of that's course that, Which I know would is quite overwhelming to listen to. But Gabor's very straightforward with that. And he's right. So it's, again, it's you keep using the expression, joining the dots. Mm. But unfortunately, what we've got, it's quite hard when we've got the history of things that we don't quite, we are out of awareness. But we can start by starting to pause before we get triggered when we think, I need to go and fill my car up. I need to do this. I need, I need, I need. Just stop and say, actually, what's this actually about? Can I just sit with this fear and just be with it? And then suddenly the compulsion to suddenly get rid of the fear disappears and you may make up, well, actually, I don't need to go and get any fuel right now. But it's that everything we mm. talk about this podcast, it's about can we learn to take a starting back point. To stuff we've spoken yeah, about. And of course. Yeah. Should I mean, we move on? Yeah, go on. It's, time it's interesting. To- another, another time and a place, if you picked that fuel, well, I would have spoken about what we put in our bodies, health, fuel, food, but... It's yeah, topical. today that's it was all about. Yeah, we can talk about that another time. We yeah. can. All right, I'm going to pick one. We're running low in this bag. Do we need a new bag? We might get. To- we need a new feature. I think. That's yeah, that's okay. Running low, I tell you. Yeah, I know. Well, okay. after this, who knows? Um, <laughs> oh, it's another one of yours. It's another. It that's was right. the news again. No, we can't oh, talk about. It. I, re- I don't know why that got back. You're in. obsessed. Probably because I was so. You're obsessed. Sort of, yeah. You wanted to make sure. by it. And funnily enough, the next one's anger. Oh. Did I, I write was angry that? at the news. You, that's your writing. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So go on, you can kick it off. You've got a few minutes left. Okay, so anger. I think that that, well... We just spoke about it with fuel, didn't well, we? Well, I anger, think... the emotions, things that are coming up for people. I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting... The reason I put that in, I think it's one of the most feared emotions. Mm. And I think it's the, the, the repression of anger, particularly in men, is the source of many, many mental health problems. Um, because I think it's one where... We think that it's wrong, it's bad to feel angry, and so we end up repressing it, and it can end up being explosive, and at its worst, you know, and its most extreme, can come out in terrible acts of violence. Um, so again, I just highlight that particular emotion as part of the, the whole bigger issue of how we can process and sit with emotions, particularly those that we've been told we shouldn't have or we need to push away. Yeah, I think anger's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you're right, 
is something that people maybe frown upon a little bit and because of how maybe it can manifest like you said but it doesn't have to manifest to that extreme does it i guess well there's a question about what do we understand when the word anger is used you know sometimes we consider it to be aggression and if it's been modeled as aggression or something to to be pushed away and then suddenly there's an explosion that becomes aggression aggression you become fearful and I think the other thing that I found really, because I've struggled with anger myself in the sense of being able to express it. Mm. Yeah, um, me too. You know, and I think it's because sometimes physiologically it can be confused with anxiety. The, mm. this, this, so I know that's, that's something that I've really had to work with and, and understand. But something I found really helpful in one of the mindfulness courses that I was a participant in, which is around mindful self-compassion, really stuck in my mind behind some of these really difficult if you like kind of prickly emotions and anger is probably at the forefront of those there's usually a softer emotion and actually for anger what usually lies behind anger certainly for me is there's usually hurt you know and actually when you think of it in that context it's a reaction to feeling hurt and we don't want to go there so we it's easier to sit with your anger than actually sit with hurt so it's quite complex anger, yeah. but you know, it's a quite an it interesting one, but I think repressed anger is a big issue for men. Especially for men. Yeah. Really, really big. And I say at its worst, um, be, uh, yeah, could have catastrophic consequences through yeah, violent we've crime. Seen it so many times. Yeah. And again, don't join the dots. We don't think about, yeah, we don't we, look at, it's very easy, isn't it? To say, and I get it. This person's done this atrocity. They're a terrible person. This person's filling up a jerry can, getting fuel. They're an idiot. You know, it's very easy to label without looking behind what's going on. That's why with the fuel thing, I feel quite sad to when I see people rushing and queuing, getting stressed. And it's, it's, it's sad, isn't it? What is happening? We need like, can we take control back of, you know, our feelings, or at least acknowledge them and rather than just being led from one thing to another and the same anger, we're not really encouraged to express anger well first of all just acknowledge it and also just acknowledge that i feel angry you know and i mean at those moments because the moment then you have a choice once you acknowledge it yeah then you can send that moment exactly but we're not encouraged to acknowledge it or express it or we don't know how to james i don't think again like we said it's it's frowned upon so you know it's like don't feel angry well you do that's it are you angry that it's the end of the (laughs) the end i'm disappointed maybe yes. yes well you should express that disappointment okay, but not now because we're running out of time <laughs> in the next episode um which will be a longer episode and we will be wrapping a few things up that one that will be next week but for now it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from me mm-hmm.